Frankenstein game? Let's talk about it. Hello and welcome to Triangle Squared, a PlayStation podcast. I'm your host, Brett Beck, and alongside me, Mr. Saw Bridges, bringing you a luck- lucky episode 51. Almost messed up. I almost did. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time it today. Who knows? Uh, Saw? Yes, sir. We are on YouTube every Monday, are we not? We sure are. 10, new, uh, new, 10 new episodes? Pacific Noon Central Time. Look Check at you doing out it. There. Yeah, You're doing it there. good. All right, and we cut, we post to YouTube and video format, or we also post to podcast services like yes, SoundCloud or Podcast Addict. or I just you Everything know, but Spotify. We'll everything just, but Spotify. We'll, everything. I, I will be as bold as to say that. I think I, that's, I'm, uh, I'm fairly positive. It's true. I want to say that's pretty much the case. And Every, if it's not, then call or bluff. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyway, Saul, um, you know. What have you been doing this week? What's been playing? I haven't talked to you this week. I'm not going to say it's been a crazy week. I mean, I just haven't talked to you since you left my house when I was dying. Yeah, you were. <laughs> I, I almost wanted to film it and be like, just the noise you were making because you was uh, just almost dead. But yeah, yeah, no, like, I like, respect you more. Like, like a deer that's just sitting there after getting hit by a car and you just hear it going. Yeah, like for you guys that don't know, like last week, if you go back and like watch the ending of the podcast, Brett's perfectly fine up until like five minutes after we stop recording. And then he just, he almost dies like. I was very surprised at the shift of that. I um, thought I, I thought I had died. Uh, actually, I talked to someone about that the other day. Kidney stones, because I've never had one until now, are the, the most amazing thing in the world because you will literally go from a, a state of dying for like, that was like a three-hour stint. That was no, actually really but bad. But then you're perfectly fine after. But, dude, after it passed, I was like, I feel like a brand-new man. Yep. Uh, and I don't understand it. It makes nope. no sense. There's no rhyme it's or reason for anything. But, nuts. you know, hey, it is what it is. Uh, I'm better at the moment. I still haven't passed the damn thing, but we're going to hope well, for the best. Yeah. And, hey, maybe if I die in the middle of this podcast, I die in the middle, middle of the podcast. Well, I have uh, gone an entire day with no pain and no pain medicine, and I'm proud of that. We'll I don't know what's going on. a picture of the stone. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but if, uh, if that's what you want, demand it. Nah. <laughs> Use 60, your voice. Sixty dollars a month on Patreon, you get that. But uh, <laughs> but every time I get a kidney stone, you get to name it, and I'll send it to you in a jar. That sounds disgusting. Wow, that does sound really disgusting. Uh, I've been playing Monster Hunter, of course. Well, you know what's new there? Um, playing some PUBG on computer. Also, there's nothing new there. Uh, picked up the Devil May Cry collection. Kind of disappointed in it. Um, okay, I guess so, I expected more. Well, and if I want to make sure that I'm not spreading misinformation, uh-huh. if I recall. The biggest issue that people had with it was that it's it was literally just the PS3 version, nothing yep. else, no more upscale or anything. Just uh, I'm, I'm 90 percent sure that's what it is. Like I remember starting it up, and I was like, Man. "It doesn't feel like any extra work was put into no, it." No, yeah, all. like it really doesn't. Like, and I started up Devil May Cry three, the first to, to, to play first. To be that honest, three is the one that would look the best, even no, by yeah, today's oh, standards. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's certainly true. And you know, I'm I'm not dis- like like sorely disappointed. It was only thirty dollars. So like, is this still on sale? I, Has the sale ended yet? I thought about picking up Devil May Cry four. Sale pro- oh, are you talking about four? Devil- or are you talking? Yeah, I was just saying. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, the sale in general did it end because Devil uh, May Cry four Tuesday. PS4 was, I okay, think. I didn't know if it was one of the ones that ran throughout the week or not, because uh, sometimes they do weekend flash sales, sometimes they stack, and sometimes they completely replace. Yeah, they could They could end uh, this weekend, sorry, Johnny. We're, uh, we're tired, I just want to get that out we, there. We did something really, really cool, we can get into that a little bit after the, uh, if you want. So yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that We don't deviate too far. We'll, we'll go for it, but yeah, go ahead, what but else PUBG, are you playing? Don't cry, um... Downloaded Gauntlet again, uh, because Liam okay, was did talking you pl- about Okay, did you play Gauntlet yet? 
Yeah, yeah, I played it before. Like, uh, I played. See, not, I never played it. Not yeah. only the original one, but I played this one, and it's. Oh yeah, no, I mean, I'm not talking about the original. I'm talking about the PS4 one. Oh That's, yeah, I played it before for a little bit when it uh, was a PS Plus launch? game. Yeah. It was, it was. Um, I don't think I was fun. smart. I, I think I screwed around and didn't add it to my cart. If I did, I I want to play it. It feels like a. It feels like. A, you know, it's it's basically a Diablo style game. Oh, you know, it's a it's a dungeon it's a crawler, really cool third person speed. isometric. Yeah, yeah. Uh, played like two or three hours of that, but really, that's it. Like I was trying to think if I had anything else. Um, but what about you? Like I I, I just kind of drawn a blank here. At this point. <sighs> okay, so the rest of my week involved uh, my fortieth platinum, uh, being Life is Strange, which was not my plan. My plan was me and Tigers and Gecko were talking about it. Uh, like I told you last week that we. I uh, did a pretty pretty crazy uh, Diablo 3 run, really good one. Um, we did another one of those this week, so Diablo 3 is back in the rotation. Donovan uh, moved back to Alabama uh, for good, and so yesterday was his last day here. He left this morning. Um, so last night we played a good you know, four-hour of what we call Diablo and Chill, which is basically okay. – there's no sexuality to it. Uh, of it's course just, not. It's just us talking and screwing around over Diablo because it's a game that you can put on and – no, was he, shit. I he, love that. he was playing here with you, right? Yeah, he was okay. physically here. It's going to be the last time I see him for probably a good, maybe even a year. We'll, so we'll I was see. like, you know, we'll, we'll see what goes on. I, I wanted to spend some time with him. But uh, I did that, so I played a pretty heavily in Diablo 3, and Diablo 3 is my game of choice anyway because it requires input, but you can be a little more delayed and do what you want, and yeah. it's a little less stressful. And since I've been on pain meds a lot this week, I did that. Um, so, yeah, I finished up Life is Strange, got my platinum on that. Um, decided, again, for a simpler game uh, – debated starting Bloodborne, but that was when I was still taking uh, my pain meds yeah. uh, that were knocking me out. Like, I slept a lot this week. <laughs> I didn't go to work for the first three days of the week, and it put me really behind. And So the week's been a little wild. I didn't play a whole lot of games. When I did, it was something easy. Uh, so I did play Ratchet and Clank and went back and kind of gotten some of the trophies I was short on for my last playthrough that I could get. Uh, and now every trophy I have left to get the Platinum on that involves my second playthrough with the Challenge mode, which is basically New Game Plus. Uh, but it includes new weapons. This are the weapons can be bought with Omega editions, um, and they go up another five levels. And it's a little different, but huh. it, it's how you have to get the platinum because you have to get all the levels uh, of the weapons all the way up. Uh, so I'm doing that. Um, I managed to get both of the ones that, or I say both of them. Actually, one of them is super easy. There's um, you know, jet. I don't really know what to call it. It's like a hoverboard racing. I guess is probably the best way to call it in that yeah. game. Uh, and you have to get the gold cup on each one, which is not hard at all. Actually, you have to just beat bronze to get in silver beat silver get in the gold and then beat gold but what you have to do is that both of them have a trophy tied to them where there is a time limit that you have to beat the race by uh it's like a minute and 35 seconds for the first one and like two minutes and 10 seconds uh or something along those lines for the second race uh the first race is so ridiculous to get that trophy i don't know i mean everybody i know had problems with it uh but my very first try on the other one, which is supposed to be kind of hard, I came in 15 seconds under the, oh, wow. uh, the time that you had to get the trophy. Uh, so so I felt good on that. Yeah. And then I went back to the other one because I'd done it before. And I was like, why can't I not get this one? I'm, I'm always like 137. Yeah. And then what pissed me off is that I started getting to um, I started getting back to that one because I was like, I got this. And I'm like, maybe I'm in a better place. Maybe it's just more natural because I hadn't played this game in a long time. And that was one of the first things I tried hopping in and doing. I was like, maybe I needed to get more grips with the game again. Yeah. So I went back to it, and I kept getting 135-0-1. Literally a point second. Yeah, yeah, point one. I was like, this is ridiculous. Uh, But I finally got it. So that's what I've been going through. I really heavily debated Bloodborne, and I've decided that I will start that tomorrow. And that will be – I know I'm way late. I'm sorry, PS Plus pals. Forgive me. It's just been a hard month for me. I'm going to start playing the game. It's just a game that involves a lot. 
And with everything been going on and definitely being on pain meds, I wasn't going to sit there and try and fight Father Gaswan with slightly delayed response time. Not going to happen. Because my goal, as we talked about, I accidentally teased uh, Father Gaswan with the stare thing. But this was yeah. a game launch. I didn't know that this was a thing. I didn't look it up. I started running up whenever he transformed. I started running up the stairs that go to the top part of the he got of his arena. The stairs and what it does is like mid attack is when I started running and I got around the stairs before his animation finished. And since I was at the perfect part of the stairs, like right in front of him, yeah. Instead of trying to run around and meet me, my character model was within his hit range that he kept trying to attack me with on the stairs, but I was above uh, him. Okay. But I could swing my thing d- down Over and then it, hit him. Yeah, hit him. That's um, cool. And that's how I ended up doing it. And I mean. I beat the game the rest of the way without having, and, you know, and I didn't get boss help on that game really. So nah, I, that was really <laughs> before me or you did boss help because we kind of did boss help on Dark Souls three. Yeah, bit, a little bit. Yeah, that's. Uh, but that was one of those things um, where I was just like, I'm not doing that now because my goal is to beat Father Gaswan 100 percent legit this time, uh, which I feel like is going to be a little bit of a headache because yeah. he's just a he's so aggressive. I'll show you. Um, well, I guess we can kind of segue. Was uh, that all you've been playing? Yeah. Okay, so uh, into PS Plus Pals. For those that don't know, we have a, a monthly gaming club where uh, we pick a PS Plus game of the, of the month and we play it. We have a Discord link in the description. Check it out. There is three channels now. There is a channel for general podcast discussion, which is, of course, the current episode and discussing topics that we are currently going over. And then we have a general discussion, which is completely random and off-topic. And then we have PS Plus Pals. Jump in there. Uh, if you played Blood Bowl before, let us know, you know, how, like, how far did you get? You know, did you have fun? That's really loud i don't know what you're doing over there Brett. <laughs> i didn't expect that blaze sent me a video of his playstation that's his playstation disc drive oh man that thing is messed up but uh sorry i'm sorry blaze that's bad all digital for you i'm sorry friend. for y'all that if you if it picked up the mic i did not expect no that. but yeah if, if you're fun if you're a fan of uh, uh bloodborne hop in the ps plus chows uh ps plus chat and uh we have you know three chats like i said check them all out um but i did didn't play a whole lot of bloodborne uh i'm gonna shoot for that four hours Maybe under five hours total speed run, but I will show you when we get done here. Since it literally only takes seven minutes, I can get through to Cathedral Ward in less than seven minutes. That's now. that's impressive. So that that's that's including impressive. Fa- yeah, that's including Father Gascoigne. Um, but yeah, so guys, you know, check it out and uh, let us know what you think. But um, on to what we did today, though. Saw so yeah, a little bit behind say, me. We were we had a local event called HypeCon, which is its first time being around here, uh, and it's one of our friends that actually got I got it off the ground. Um, and so we got offered to do a table there, and we were like, you know what? Fine, let's just go ahead and do it. Uh, and it was pretty fun. I mean, we got to have uh, it was really fun. Had my cases on display, had a bunch of conversations, people walking up, figuring out what we were, places podcast. Helped it's funny to, that we're to, local, but so many people didn't even know what we were. And you know, the question I got the most is, like, y'all from Texcana? Like, y'all live here? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, and they're like, oh wow. I tell people all the time, it's like the, this city's weirdest thing is that if you're doing anything with your life, it, people have to assume that you're, you're not, not from, from here. here. Yeah. Uh, and we helped out a group that's gonna start or that has started their kind of own PlayStation themed uh, or podcast or gaming theme. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 it was it was really fun and I think a really fun aspect. Yeah, a lot of, of chatting. It's something I want to start doing way more of. Yeah, I don't know. How, it's gonna be within the area. Obviously, we ain't gonna be going to some crazy place. But like, like San Francisco. Yeah. Within reason, like you or know, a couple hours away, we can start doing more of those. It was just I don't know. It was fun to have a table and have a booth and it was set really up cool. and just talk to people. It was really cool too to see old friends and like other people that I haven't seen since like the Magic days or you know Super Smash Brothers days that we used to all play with. So it was really cool to see those guys again and it sounded like a lot of fun. So. If uh, if you're in our area, I know there's a couple people who listen that are. Um, definitely check out the next thing that uh, Jesse Darby Tillis does. He's thinking about doing another one in June. This one was super fun for what it was. I know the entry fee is a little steep at twenty bucks, but there was enough there to you know to make it worth it. Um, but 
Do you want to go ahead and hop into the news, good sir? Okay, yeah, so news is going to be a little weird. It like is. I said, I there is no so drop much. this week. As as of the time I'm cur- we're currently recording this, it is not up on the PlayStation blog. I don't know so if it's screw just it. Hey, games are coming out yeah, next week. Yeah, games. I know the biggest one is Nino Kuni 2. So that's that's the only one. Well, there you go, Revenant Kingdom. Yeah. That's going to, and you know what? Not picking that up on launch, but I'll pick it up soon. Hey, me either. I want to see some stuff on it before I do anything like that. And I'm still, I don't know. Kind of on the fence. A couple things I want to talk about. A, I need to pick up Burnout Paradise Remastered. Did not get to do that yesterday whenever I left work because I've been so behind. I think it's 40. Man. But it may be thirty. I don't don't quote me on anything. I I'm think on, I'm going to check it out real quick. Uh, and we'll get, and we'll but I want to say that the price was so good that I feel like it was thirty. I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say I don't know if the price is good at forty though for me. That's what I'm saying. Um, but I do want to say it was thirty nine ninety nine. So I, I don't remember. Uh, but all that being said, I need to pick that up. Uh, I did not really do news this week. Just didn't get around to it and was worried about doing more for this uh, for the convention that we were part of today. Uh, Picking up on everything I didn't do there. Uh, so a couple it things. One of the things that got that was one of the big things that happened this week was a lot of talk about the uh, Pyro trilogy finally getting announced, being called the Treasure Trilogy or something like that, uh, Treasure Collection, something like that. And uh, that post that got everybody. It actually From did Nintendo not get me because I've seen Antarctica. Yeah, it did. it's a great, great troll account. It is. It really is fantastic because, troll like, account. In our Discord, Liam posted it, and you, you can't see much. You see the red Nintendo thing. And it's a small thumbnail of some custom thumbnail. art that someone did that looks like it would be remastered graphics. It, it really does. And, like, I was, like, I was freaking out for a second about it. And then I realized, like, I click, the second I clicked on the link, I had briefly read Nintendo Antarctica. I just assumed that said America. So, I, I was, like, I clicked on it. I'm, like, wait, what would that say? And I, it loaded I think that was the idea behind it. it. And I was, like, this, I was like, son of a bitch. They got me. <laughs> I, was like, I was, like, for, like, the, for 15 seconds of my life, I was super excited. So, yeah, anyway, there was rumors about it earlier this week uh, from the same guy who apparently had leaked Call of Duty Black Ops 4. So people were like, okay, this is a legit, this is at least a claim-worthy, like, hey, there's some backing to this guy. This could be legit. And then uh, it was supposed to happen, like, Thursday night or something, or Thursday, and then it didn't happen, uh, or I Friday, think, one of the two. I think that Discord mm-hmm. was uh, Wednesday is when he sent that Discord. I can't remember. Like I said, I, oh, no, I was at work, so it was Thursday, Thursday or Friday. I was not at work. That's why I think it's Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Or have uh, I been before work? Regardless, that did not happen. If you're curious, Activision has not said anything more. But, you know, there is enough. Where there's smoke, there's fire. Uh, or where I've seen where there's smoke, there's Spyro. Yeah, Which yeah. is actually a really good one. Uh, but, I mean, within reason, at this point, it's almost a, a no doubt in my mind that it's going to happen. I still am more curious because here's my problem. all of the All of the leaks and all of the rumors have been saying, that Vicarious Visions is the ones working on this. That doesn't make sense to me. How have they done all three of these games so close in together. a year? Yeah. Unless they were co-developing it, which I don't think is likely. No, I, I don't um, My other thing is that I still stand highly beside the fact that Crash is a known, right now Crash is a known entity. They know, they've already put their chance into it. It did extremely well for them. Now it's coming out on other consoles. Wouldn't it be no time like the present to take Crash Team Racing, a character that we know now is going to do well, make a new one? And, and remake Crash Team Racing? I agree. Right? Wouldn't that be the thing to do now? So my problem with that is wouldn't that be Vicarious Visions? Right, yeah. It'd, be, it'd make the so most sense I for don't them to develop see, that yeah, after because the trash, Crash they've, Yeah, they've crash been at hold. Trilogy. Yeah, exactly. They've been in hold of the Crash IP. Uh, and they were responsible for it coming back as big as it did. Right. Uh, and I'm not saying that Activision wouldn't want to use them to do, uh, hopefully, to do Spyro. 
because obviously we know that they can treat AIP with with care and do what they you know definitely when you're doing a remake they looked at what mattered to people and they did what they could within reason uh, but also took enough creative liberties that it felt fresh but also exactly like what you remembered um, but if they did that with Spyro great I mean I could see Activision being like this is a team we want to give it to right. but what I don't see them doing is Activision giving Crash Team Racing off to another team because now the people who do pay attention to names will be like oh Crash Team Racing and Vicarious Visions I know that this is like, oh, yeah. it's people, a known quantity people will be iffy if it wasn't so yeah. So, I mean, I'm not going to say completely. People will probably be, the hype train's probably high enough that people wouldn't care. But I think it would be smartest to give it to them. Right. Uh, personally. So, I mean, it does make sense. I don't know. I, I, like I say, it'll happen. And I do think it's it's new. Speaking of leaks, though, one of the things uh, that we can uh, talk about now uh, with straight confirmation, even though the leak told us everything, uh, is that Shadow of the Tomb Raider has been announced. It will be apparently the last game in Laura's origin story. Now, that doesn't, who knows if it's the last game with this Laura or if it's going to be the last game in this arc which i don't know even the last two games weren't all that connected uh realistically so i don't really know how they're going to want to word that but uh the the little bits they've shown look cool uh it's a cool logo i i've enjoyed all the tomb raider games so far um no i haven't played i'm excited i mean i'm excited within reason uh it is being handled by a different team uh edos montreal if i'm not mistaken instead of crystal dynamics um edos montreal they did beef i think um and they did something Deus Ex, I think something else I played recently the most recent Deus Ex yeah oh, that game was oh boy, boy I could get controversial I did not later. I yeah I did, did not oh, I forgot I let you play it when I had it didn't I you sold it to me didn't you no I didn't sell it to you I let you borrow it and then I, I ended up trading it in I borderline remember buying it I don't think you no did. no I think did not not trade that game in and I gave you like twenty dollars probably. That's what happened. Oh, you used it for trade bonus. That's I what did, it was. Yeah. yeah, and then I gave you cash because that game was like, I played two hours of that game. Then I heard it, it ended on a cliffhanger, and there may not even be a sequel to it. So I'm like, nope, not not worth my time. Yeah, so anyway, that's coming. Um, there's going to be an actual reveal. I think what ended up happening is their hand got forced. There were so many leagues that they were like, we have to make a public announcement at this point. So bam, public announcement, here we are. Uh, it, from the fact that there was a trailer, it seemed like a public announcement was probably already ready. Uh, but... I don't know, uh, and there is going to be one in sometime in April, if I'm not mistaken. So sometime next month, there will be a full reveal or at least a more in-depth reveal, and the game comes out in September, so it does come out this year. Uh, and I think that that's actually a good slot for it um, within the realm of everything yeah. else that's happening. It's a big enough franchise to be in September and be that close to everything else. But um, Maybe it was just that game <laughs> or Tomb Raider popping up that I saw at Eos Montre- Montreal again. So Probably. <laughs> God. Uh, probably. Uh, but... I don't know. I'm going off of memory, and right now it's been a very long day. So that no, is, I completely that's understand. Much. This episode's going to be a little weird. It may feel a little rushed. If that's the case, we're sorry, guys. We know that these episodes are far and few in between. Um, it's it's we. I've been awake since five. Brett's been awake since like seven, and then we've both been kind of on our feet the entire day at the com the Comic Con. I want to tell you right now, every medicine they gave me for my kidney stone, I've had every side effect you can have. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm not a, enjoying it. I don't normally me, take medicine. Someone, this has been the worst week. Someone who dispenses these drugs legally can tell you that there's a lot of side effects in just hydrocodone alone. Yeah, no, I've not, I've not been uh, enjoying all but, that. So. so like. We will hop into reader mail, I guess, since that I do know there's some stuff like uh, Star Wars Battlefront Two changed up their progression system again. Oh yeah, that's I'm glad you mentioned is, that. So yeah, now it's, it's coming big. down to it's exactly what we said. It's all the loot crates based. are all the loot crates are just for uh, visual. I still don't know if I will buy that game just because of what they tried at the beginning. Who knows if it goes on sale for ten bucks during a Christmas sale or something? I may pick it up. Um, but you know the way it's EA, so eventually there'll be another game that does another thing that'll be the exact same thing as that one. 
Well, hey, you know what's weird is that EA did not do any of the the stuff with Burnout Paradise Remastered, I know. which they could have easily well, done. People thought like when they saw that on the rating, it's like, well, no, that's on there because it's it's an online game that you're paying online for. Uh, but we're gonna go through some reader mail questions. Remember, we do three an episode now, and whenever we don't, we bank it just like an episode ago when we do a reader mail slash fan appreciation episode. And, and I basically, I, from what me and Saul have come down to, at least I'm fairly positive that we've kind of landed on the idea of those being bonus episodes or something yeah. of the of the ilk. Yeah, well, we're uh, maybe, still kind of figuring Maybe even a once-a-month bonus episode hey, or something. We, just we may to... only be a year in. We're still working out kinks, so we all have them. Uh, you got kinks? I, I was going to say, I have quite a lot of kinks. <laughs> but uh, John Shoup said, I recently purchased Secret of Mana for PS4. Having never played it on the Super Nintendo, I felt like it had to get, I had to give it a chance now that I'm an adult. Bummed out to find that I didn't like it at all. Horrible story and music is bland. It was such a turnoff that I decided I can't play it anymore and removed it from my PS4. My question is, for you guys, have you ever had a game that had this happen with? A game you were super excited to play and turns out it was a, su- a total flop. I mentioned it, I've mentioned a couple games, because we've gotten a question kind of similar to this, just gaming disappointments in general. But Two Human was one I was really excited for that kind of flopped. You know what's crazy is that I didn't even care for 360, but Two, two Humans art, Looks so cool. Yeah. And when I'm a teenager, I was like, this looks amazing. The game was awful. I yeah. mean, awful in every sense that I could even remember. Um, Lost Planet 2 was another one. I really liked the first Lost Planet. I'm probably See, the, I never, one of the ten I never people. liked either of the Lost Planet games. I didn't think they were bu- I didn't think they were awful. I didn't play a lot of 2. I played more of 1 than I did 2. Um, I want to say one thing about this is that I have not played Secret of Mana, so I'm not going... I, this route, but I haven't played the new one. I, I wonder. I do have a pass. Some of your some of your qualms may actually be with the way they handled the remake, and it may not be anything to do with the actual original game's content. And w- I wouldn't. I'm just saying, if it's something that you've always been excited to play, see maybe if you can actually just get your hands on a Super Nintendo version or an emulator or something, um, or if Nintendo has a way for you to buy the original one through one of their. Uh, programs on like ds or something like that or Wii or 3ds any of those if you can get it in an official way great if you can't i mean it's up to them I, that's where i stand on the moral gray ground of emulators if they don't make it easily accessible for you emulate it right I mean, yeah. you know they're they're leaving money on the table in my books uh, so yeah they're not a- really doing anything wrong i mean if the, if they gave you an easy way to do it be easy to do i mean i guess there's a lot of moral conundrums to that but i mean it's a game that's not in production anymore yeah, yeah it's, it's not it's that's not a system that's not obtain. in production anymore it's not worth a 200, 300, 150, whatever you pay for it. Yeah, you're playing a lot of chances by trying to get one if you don't already have a Nintendo. You you didn't try and get a Nintendo. But my point being is that sometimes it could be down to that. Remakes are always like a weird ground of how faithful to the original is this. And, like, what is it? Could it be that the way they did the graphics in this one kind of just weirdly threw you off? The music being bland. Were they able to use the same soundtrack? Or... And or was it expectations based off of it being the same soundtrack and it being an old game? It could be anything. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of variables that play there. So, I mean, if it's something that you've always been excited to play, I would say don't completely die on that high just yet. Try and play the original if you can in some form or fashion and just see if you can get it. Uh, and maybe, who knows, it'll turn out to be one of your favorite games ever. The Surge. I knew that. I knew the surge. I forgot about like, that. that okay, I have so answered this question before. That is an answer. That's definitely one. Okay, yeah. So we talked about the surge recently in the Discord chat. Uh, World End was talking about it. Uh, I didn't beat the surge. I got what I would consider from everything that was going on. I got a feeling that I was about halfway through. Um, and, you know, one of the biggest letdowns of the surge is that I didn't feel like the bosses were different enough from the normal enemies to give me a feeling of 
Like, okay, this is the boss. Their armor it just, weird. It was one of those it things. It was cool, but weird. I didn't mind that, but the problem with a lot of the bosses that I ended up facing is that they just seem like giant versions of the yeah. normal mo- bosses. And I think some of that maybe comes down to the mechanical natures. But I've, th- I've seen better mechanically done stuff. Um, but more the mechanics of the bosses didn't change up. Because, like, okay, a couple of games do this thing where it's like, okay, well, they look somewhat like the normal monsters. You can't tell if it's a boss or just a, a tougher enemy or what. But... I mean, like, Nier Automata didn't have the necessarily the craziest boss designs in the world in terms of, like, the physical traits of them. But the mechanics would break up enough that you're like, oh, I'm highly aware that there's a boss fight. Because yeah. there's a health bar on screen. Yeah, that's a visual cue. But and the music. The, the music, sure. But those are all cues. What actually gave it to you is that the mechanics are different than the, the standard fighting. So there was a feel of, like, okay, this is the boss. It's wanting me to think outside of my normal shell. Yeah. And my thing is, like, my expectation for the Surge is based off of Lords of the Fallen, which I'm not saying is the most amazing game in the world. I enjoyed it. I did, too. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot, actually. I, I like High Surge. Fantasy a lot, though. Yeah. Um, so when I played this, when I played it and it had a lot of cool ideas, like being able to to carry your, uh, your XP or souls, whatever you call them, with you, um, to give yourself a modifier. I thought that was a cool idea. There's a lot of great ideas. Uh, and since uh, the surge was made by part of the team, it was made by the team that assisted in development of Lords of the Fallen, I was hoping it would get a lot of cues of it. And I just didn't get that feeling. Um, and I, it actually kind of bummed me, and I ended up deciding that I didn't want to spend more time in it, and I gave it out. So that's definitely one. Uh, one of Saul's uh, early on, and it's uh, he switched on a little bit as it came a little bit later, but one of Saul's early on ones that I'm surprised you didn't mention uh, is No Man's Sky, which it is for a yeah. lot of people, but I mean, you were hot on No Man's Sky, and you just—I remember, like we we went home the night that you got it. You were so stoked, and like basically the next day, you were like, "I hate this game." I bought a PS4 for that game, and a separate PS4 for Annie, and like I, I realized very quickly that okay, this is going to get really boring in its current state because I I didn't want to grind in it and everything, but you know. It turned out to be pretty good. I I, the it up the, for the like game, 10, 20 bucks on the game turned itself around because I'm not going to say. I mean, like the game was bad for you at the beginning, but luckily, that's where we stand in games. They can change themselves for what they need, and I still say they've always changed themselves for the better. But I did enjoy the initial launch. So I don't know. Good question. I'm sorry to hear that you that I hate that, and that's one of those things where we we're talking about like maintaining hype and expectations. But it's so hard when it's a game that's been out forever, and you hear the good things about it, and it's almost become like an icon, and then you get a chance to play it as a remake, and it's like, Ugh, this. yeah. But I mean, a lot of things. Expectations are a fickle thing. You may have enjoyed it more going into it, not having any idea what Secret Man of was. Like you know, if you were just like, "Bam, what's this game?" and then you picked it up, I'm like, "Oh, this is kind of cool." But when yeah. you set expectations in your head because of that iconic stature that a game gets given, it's like, "Okay, well, this didn't live up to what my mind expects from something that's an icon." Yeah, um, that's true. Um, Sean Santarude says, "With the release of Bloodborne as a comic, is there any gaming series you would like to be expanded on in comic book form?" Great. That is a question. great question, and. Um, Honestly, Bloodborne is the perfect one, in my opinion. The art, the lore, everything about Bloodborne would be great as a comic, and I really am sad to see how they have scalped those. Like, it's really hard to get those right now. They're like $80. Of course. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I think Bloodborne's a great example. Uh, any of the Souls games, because of the way their world and lore is built, I think that they're perfect for expanding through other media. Uh, I do not mean that in the sense of live action, anything. Uh, but I would not mind like an anime Bloodborne thing that digs more into the world. That would be interesting. I'm not saying it would be necessarily amazing, but um, as much as I love the question, I don't actually have an answer for it just yet because all the games that would have been my very big go-tos have actually already done that. Uh, one of my go-tos, that I, I'm only going to use one, uh, we spent a lot of time on that last question. So, um, 
but Darksiders uh, so far has actually been a great like the the art style is really well for comics I, and and graphic novels of the ilk uh, and they've already done that uh, they they quickly were like okay this is a great idea to move into that there's a lot of a world around this that we can build into in between games so they already did that and all of them were were really good I do like comics but I'm not just in a super it's funny this actually ends up going into another question where somebody said let's hear comic book talk yeah, uh, comic yeah. books in a different sense uh, I've never been extremely big on like DC comics or anything like that. I mean, like, I enjoy them, but there's a lot going on. They're really hard to get in. The world I changes like, too much. Too many resorts. Yeah. And it does, but it's a monster. It's a big yeah. monster. And I get it. If you're into it literally every week, it's great. If you're oh, not, no, yeah, it's hard to, it, you feel like you're not connected. Uh, so my thing that I've always gone to is I love the idea of letting a comic book run a series and then getting the graphic, graphic novel. novel collection. Yep, that's my uh, opinion. I've too. always loved that. Part of that comes to, we're going to go back to music for a second. Coheed and Cambria, one of my favorite bands, uh, they are great, and the Amory Wars comic series that is what all of the Coheed albums are based off of storyline-wise besides Killer Before the Sun. We won't talk about that. Um, th- that's the, the album that should not be named. Um, but all the of them, one? Yeah. That's all about. of them are connected other than that one uh, in one universe, and they all have a story that they tell, and the first four tell a very coherent story. The uh, fifth album goes back and tells a prequel story that sets up the world that you see in the next ones, and it's a really cool way to connect it. Um, I love that, uh, and I think that the idea of being able to branch something into multiple forms of media in a way that you can consume it differently and learn more because like music is a really hard way to tell a story. Yeah. But it's interesting if you listen to the Coheed stuff, you can hear the story. But then when you actually read it and you start to understand what the lyrics are actually trying to hint at, you're like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Right. Uh, so being able to kind of transcend uh, media and go to something else that can give you a whole different perspective on what you what you already know and what you've already consumed. I love that aspect. Um, and I did like that a whole lot about the Darksiders. It was me starting in one world and one media set and going into the same one world, uh, same world in a different media set and getting a new set of eyes on it because a lot of the times they try and shift the perspective of who it is right. when they do that. And I like the idea of that, whether it's going from like a third person omniscient to like, okay, here's a narrator and there's actually something going on here. Or yeah. if it's flipped in the script, like, okay, this is first, you know, I'm talking from the point of being the, I, I am the, I'm not the narrator, but I'm the character. I'm talking from my point of view. And then when we go out, we go to a th- like in the comic books and Coheed, it's like it goes to a third person uh, omniscient. Right. Uh, I love that. I think that's really cool. Uh, comic books are a great thing. I just, uh, they're really, really my, hard my to give your thing. And, and I also love graphic novels. It's funny. I talk about Coheed. Both of them are up there in the corner. You can see them, right? Yep. There. Um, they're just, to me, because it's part of my nature of like, I like to bench stuff. Uh, I'm like that with Netflix, games, everything. I like to sit down and consume the entirety of it as, as I can. Uh, so, like, seasons of a TV show are great because you can binge the entire season. And even if there's time between, the season normally has an arc. That's why I And like, you can yeah. binge that arc. And then even though you're waiting, and that's why I love Netflix. Uh, that's, I'm that's not that's a big fan. Netflix originals. Like, we've been watching the – and this has gotten way off. But we've been watching The Path on uh, Hulu, and I did not I did not know Hulu did this with their originals. Their originals still keep a traditional Weekly. TV layout. I yeah. hate it. I'm like, why would you not just do the Netflix model of releasing it all at once? No, I understand. Um, yeah, like, like Netflix has spoiled me because, like, I, I stayed on watching Breaking Bad live through TV from the last season, and let me tell you, like, that's not a show. Like, even watching it, rewatching it again on Netflix is like, man, I'm so glad I have the next episode available to see this. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just, you know what's going to happen, but there's that pull to be like, I just have to yeah, see it again. It's something Better Call Saul does really well too. And see, and, that, and that's one of those things. So that's my thing with comics is I like to wait until there's a graphic novel that 
compiles them uh, into one book uh, because I like to read the story as a whole. Waiting the week to week thing has just never been my thing. It's also why I've never been much of a TV watcher. Yeah, um, me and, neither. Specifically with comic books, I've never done it with comic books. I've done it with TV with Breaking Bad. And well, and you see it, ble- you see it bleed into my gaming habits because I don't buy any of the episodic games until they're complete. That's true. Then I buy them, uh, and then I play them because I, I okay, I, I I bought Guardians of the Galaxy at launch as a means to support Telltale, and I didn't play it until recently. But my point being is that I'm not going to play the game. I'm not going to consume the media until it's in the format that I want it in, which is the I can go ahead and binge this entire thing. So great question, but that's the one that's done it for me. So what was the last question you want to do, Saul? Our last and final question. Remember, if you didn't hear this answered, we, we will have a bonus episode with your question answered. So don't be don't be scared to uh, to keep on asking. You know, If we don't get it one week, we may get it the next, and it, they will all be answered. Both uh, two, two people asked a very similar question, so this is the topic of the show, so we'll lead it into that. We have Shiriko saying, if you could get a game designed and published, what type of w- would it be? Open world, etc., and what platform would you try it for? And then Dan Grubes says, if you could Frankenstein together your ideal game, which aspects and from what games would you choose and why? Use any video game, but for the sake of time, limit of five games. Other parameters like third person, animation style, etc. doesn't count as part of the five. Example, third and first person uh, selectable and or situational controlled, realistic graphics, real world cityscape and surroundings, story and exploration like Horizon Zero Dawn, co-op like Monster Hunter World, drop in and drop out system, competitive multiplayer like Destiny 2, weapons and armor system like Division and where uh, pieces complement each other, and the enchant transmog die abilities like Diablo 3. Oh, and even random Need for Speed and Burnout Style Racing thrown in there, along with some side puzzles like Near, RNC, TR, Uncharted. I know this is way more than five, but whatever, I could get carried away. I'm sure anyone <laughs> would w- with this power. So <clears throat> that is something that... Okay, so hold on. I didn't realize that what he was talking about was one game. How the hell does that work? What, yeah. ga- what game has even yeah. attempted that? Rage? <laughs> Rage? Near has uh, Gundam fights. Uh, but it doesn't have racing, does it? Apparently, there's a mech mode in here. I don't know about. Like, I saw a picture of it, like, in uh, on Twitter, and it's like I saw a dinosaur with a purple laser beam shooting out. I don't know what that oh, is. Oh, I, dude, I don't know what that is either. Yeah, it's crazy. But there they were got, so- they got Zoids, Gundams, they got all kinds of things in your automata. That- automata. Say it the way you yeah. want to, Saul. No, say no, it the way that naturally. I don't know why it just. I don't know it should naturally say it the wrong way. Say it the way it's like you know, like you know, they so depth where it's like uh, omelette du fromage. Yeah. Yeah. No. So you just let it come out of your tongue the way it does. Don't worry about it, Saul. But, but we were, dude, okay, so Dan, I'm sorry. That, that is the craziest sounding game in the world. The only game I can even loosely attempt to think that has even tried it and it didn't receive very well was Rage. Because it had racing, you could get in the buggy, I forgot about move that, around. Yeah. It had Poor RPG aspects, but it had third person. And it, had, it was first person. It was, yeah, it was first person, but, but it had. I don't know. It was very odd. It was, I didn't even play the game because it was. Blaze had it, and it was really bad, it was, uh, badly optimized. It was really badly optimized. Um, uh, but if honestly, I've I love the idea though. I love the before. I love the idea behind the question. It's a it's a fantastic question. So here's here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a Dark Souls combat styled game. I, I knew it. Very slow, but very methodical and punishing combat, almost like you're playing chess with a sword. Okay. 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 So yeah, I sound pretty cringy right now. But anyways, that that kind of combat, you know, it's it's. More so Dark Souls 3 or or Dark Souls 2 or 1 than 3. But, you know, something like 3 I would take. So more plotting because 3 was quicker. and 3 was quicker, yeah. And got rid of a lot of stats that – or had the stats but they didn't matter. Yeah, like I think poise poise, poise didn't matter in 3. But – so that's the combat. We're going to go ahead and throw it in a world like Destiny where it's a sci-fi space world. Destiny 2. 
So almost somewhere kind of sounded like Surge, but not so much because it's going to involve space magic, kind of like Destiny does. So there's going to be high fantasy, but it's going to be set in a more futuristic. So yeah, space imagine setting. imagine the world of Destiny and Warframe combined. So we're gonna have a Dark okay. Souls style combat with that. Oh, dude, the the world of Warframe is dope. Yeah, I know it is. It really is. Uh, especially, it I, I want to say because everybody never knows this, the world of Dark Sector that Dark leads Sector. into Warframe is dope. It's Tenu. a super cool. Yeah, idea. Uh, Tenno. Tenno. Yeah. yeah. But okay, so I have Dark Souls gameplay with space style magic, lore, and worlds. Okay, we're gonna use a large creature aspect hunting like Monster Hunter World. Okay, so you're gonna be hunting these big old monsters that are. This is the fourth one that are demons, like in Doom. So you're a demon hunter, but you're a space magic demon hunter with Dark Souls combat. This is already sounding amazing. <laughs> and then the four, the fifth one is going to be a ultimate-style move that you could do that is going to be a rhythm game, like Guitar Hero, where you have to mash buttons in a very quick, very, very quick and correct order. But to it's going to be like, your, it's gonna be like a, a final break or something like yes, that? Yes, it's going to be your final breaker move. And I've thought about, like this kind of, I've, I've thought about a game like this before, and I, I, I even made up a story about it. I must say, dude, you it. came up with this way quicker than I felt so, like you should have been able to. So, like, imagine this. Demons are running rampant because a space-time continuum has opened up and poured them into this world. Doom 3. Almost, I was going to say, like, Doom 3 and a mixture kind of almost, oh, nope, never mind, I'm not going to say another game because it's going to be heavy spoilers for a current game. Um, but, yeah, imagine dropping demons in, dropping, like, gods in, and you have to kill them. But in order to kill them, kill them, you have to complete this break move, which seals them from the world, which is like a rhythm game because you have to go in a certain Okay, so this isn't is is optional. It's this is like going to be required. It's almost like Castlevania where you have to draw the rune on the touchscreen uh, and then seal the boss. It's kind of like that. Actually, I did like that idea, that was really, though. It was a really good game, Don't get me wrong. Too. The way that you did it was really crappy. I would have liked it to have been like a more thought-out thing. Yeah, but. like a rune. But that's that's what it's going to be is it's going to be a, a, a trail of, of – Trigger mashes and button presses that are going to basically be a rune seal that completely destroys the enemy. If you don't destroy the demon, it comes back stronger. And every time it does, it progressively comes back stronger until, of course, you know, this is the sixth hidden feature. I mentioned Monster Hunter. It's going to have a drop-in, drop-out co-op system like Monster Hunter. like. Well, I'll, I'll let that kind of roll together because you basically said Monster Hunter already. Yeah. So it's gonna be, that's going to be part of the Monster Hunter. So, yeah, imagine, you know, you're, 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 you're set out in outer space with aliens and and just demons and you have slow methodical dark souls combat not like monster hunter people keep comparing that it's not the same uh you have these big huge demons that you have to go find and kill and then you will have to steal them using a rhythm game all set with a really heavy lore setting that would be my dream game i don't know that would probably never ever happen but i would love it okay so mine's gonna be a little bit weird because i have a slight just slight thing in my head that tells me that i don't want to let myself get this hyped uh but that game i told you about lost soul aside yeah that's being made that was started and completely developed from the ground up to the point that it was when he showed it off by one chinese game developer kid like not a kid necessarily but he was relatively young uh, and yeah, they, looks, they pulled back cool. to him i mean look, it, the game looks amazing um so it starts to hit a couple of my list my game is going to be an open world jrpg okay that's 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 where i stand on it so if we're gonna pull game, if we're gonna pull game list as like the inspiration behind it, Final Fantasy Fifteen is not gonna be my give to because Final Fantasy's world is Final Fantasy Fifteen's world is too empty and too big for no reason. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go near Automata, a, okay. a, a world that scaled reasonably. Right, it's not super huge, but it's not uh, super. And, but it feels 
It, it feels, feels right. It feels right big. First playthrough. Yeah, like the game. And the I'm game. not saying Nier Automata is perfect. So I mean, give the idea. I mean, I say that Nier Automata is perfect, <laughs> but perfect because of what it adds up to be. It's nothing. No game is perfect, but it's perfect in my mind. That's what I should say. Um, so Nier Automata, take that a general idea of an open world that's really like that in JRPG. Um, and Nier Automata edges close on this because of Platinum Games. Uh, but even more so, this is where Lost Soul Aside starts to really get me. Um, Take that action, ramp it up another notch. Give me Devil May Cry combat. Yeah, I like it. A very heavy combo base. And, and, I mean, that's why I say Platinum Games is, if I was going to give a developer to give this to, probably be Platinum Games. Um, So you give give that very over-the-top action heavy, uh, which, I mean, Nier had, but it was also a little more more controlled. So, I mean, I want to go crazy. I want to be jumping over the screen, different crap happening, multiple weapons that you're switching between mid-combo, which is actually, I'm not going to count this as a game right now. Uh, I don't think because it's just another game that's done it. Other games have also attempted this, but God of War 3 was one of them where it was the idea of switching between your weapons seamlessly in your combos. Uh, other games have done that. Nier Automata did that. You could switch between your heavy blade and your short blade uh, whenever you were doing that. Uh, so Nier Automata still there. So that's where I'm at. Uh, so open world, Nier Automata, um, and kind of general art style too to an extent. Uh, but I want to go slightly more. I don't say realistic, but you know right. that you know that weird ex- area that Final Fantasy 15 almost hit, and it probably is hitting like on futuristic. PC. No, 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 not not necessarily tone, but I'm talking about like graphical, graphical style, animation. I guess yeah, the okay. animation style. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it. So like, I don't want it to be hyper realistic. I want it to be somewhere in between that decidedly Japanese anime influenced, right? But then, but with a realistic approach, right? So. Lost Soul Aside is kind of hitting that. Like, I want to see pores on the face, but I want it to be a decidedly, like, there's no way that a human can actually have those features necessarily. You want the features to be exaggerated at the same time. A little bit, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, no, like, I Final Fantasy is a good example of that. Uh, Final Fantasy fifteen is, and so is Nier Automata. They are realistic, but there's also that stretch to them um, that you're just like, eh, something about them is not quite normal. Yeah. Uh, so it pulls that way. So, uh, yeah. That's going to be – that's two games so far, right? Uh, no, that's three games. Three. So three is going to be realistic style. Um and I guess, weirdly enough, the game that I'm saying is probably going to be one of the inspirations. It's going to be like Final Fantasy 15 um, and near, I mean, Final Fantasy 15 and Lost Soul Aside. Uh, but what I want the world style to be, I'm not going. Weirdly enough, it's not futuristic space. I want it to be. Yeah, this is going to be hard to to describe realistically. And okay. again, this is weird because so far, what I've seen of Lost Soul Aside is yeah, I want that really magical look. To everything where it's like old style architecture, almost gothic looking, maybe, uh, where it's got a lot of columns and a lot of archways and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's also got some like little whimsical flows to it that give it like a magical essence. For I want there to be Castlevania would fit into that too. I want there to be like a magical essence, and I want there to be like obvious things that like you're seeing crystal monsters form together that are obviously being tied together by something. <laughs> oh well, crystal monsters are. De- 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 Demon Souls Three, if only Dark, Dark Souls, Souls 3. Three, yeah. Uh, but I mean, so I mean, like as a pulling, I want the world to feel like there's a it's magic, uh, a magic that pulses throughout the world itself. It's right. like these monsters are not normal. These are not things that already exist. Like, or they exist in the world, but they don't exist by any kind of natural means. Everything about it is like a supernatural effect, uh, or like an obvious like there's something that's fueling this, be it magic or what. Um, one of the games that I uh, that I think did that somewhat well. Um, was East Origins. Uh, it did it with a 2.5D uh, setup. Static, yeah. Uh, but I, 
it was cool, the enemy designs that they had, and definitely like the boss designs they had, uh, but a little even more further than that. Um, so I like that idea. I want there to be, and it's going to be hard to confine within five games because I feel like I'm already branching out a little weirdly. Uh, yeah, I thought five games was too much at first. I was like, no, that's not, that's it's not, not enough. enough. <laughs> it's not enough. Uh, story-wise, I'm going to go back to Nier Automata. I want the story and the world to be told to you in a way that continues to unravel. I like the idea of a soft ending, uh, which is weird because I know that for most people, when I tell people, when I recommend Nier Automata people, I have to tell them that when the credits roll the first time, that's not the end of the game. No, that's not even the, the third but, ending of the game. And now the game kind of tells you that. Yeah. But it no, really it does. doesn't. It does. It, um, it specifically says. But you, you could but you could very easily miss it because it's real quick. You could. So, I mean, if I have to tell people. people who smash through the things. That's what I'm saying. you got to be careful. So, there's a there's a risky run there, but I like the idea of a soft ending because it's like an arc has ended in this multi arc story uh, that we're dealing with. So I like that idea. I want there to be an arc. Uh, I, another game that I thought did this really well was Tell the Zillia. Every time I thought that there was an ending, I was like, oh, this it feels just like pops an up ending. Again, another Bam, arc. There's another. There's more yeah. going on. There's something else. I'm I like, love this games is like that. To ridiculous. Uh, so I got Persona Five's like that. I love that though. And when you can keep my interest, if you can keep my interest doing it. I'm happy. Yeah. So that's what I want. I want that to kind of pull in. I want there to be like an arc that you get to and you feel like there's a lot of climax. You're like, oh my God. And then that ends and you're like, is that the end? And then you hit start up again and you're like, oh God, there's way more. And I like it. Again, Nier does it's a really a, good job of this of explaining just enough to you that when the credits roll, you're like, but wait, what about this? And then you go, but wait. And then you hit start and you're like, I know that uh, yeah. I'm about to get told. Um, so I want there's, that. I like that aspect. Maze. But wait, there's more. I like that aspect, but I want there to be like, you know, I mentioned the world. I, and I mentioned that Nier Automata is not a perfect game. Okay, The reason I say that is that within the budget of what Nier Automata was and what it should have been and what it could be, it was perfect within oh, yeah. what it was it's, it's aiming to be. But I do want – I like the idea of – Objectively perfect? Yeah. Yeah. I, I like the idea of a JRPG, which I don't feel like has happened yet, a JRPG that has a world that feels as alive as The Witcher. Um, and the, the way I say that is a little weird because I even think as much as a, a lot of people – love the witcher for its world i still think there's more to be had than the witcher even offered i would i want the most alive world that you can get i would how do you do that i would argue sure. final fantasy 14 would fit that bill pretty well 14 maybe i don't have enough experience with that game and it's an mmo which they tend to do a little bit there's lots of creatures roaming around but i want the, i want populated. the creatures and the, the I, I don't want the npcs to feel like npcs like when yeah, you're in the city, that's probably where that. Okay, like this is going to sound weird because it's not quite. It's what I expect from the next Elder Scrolls game. You know how the Elder Scrolls games characters don't just stay in one area. That's one of the things. I, have a routine. It's one of the things I hate about NPCs and JRPGs. They're just there. Yeah. They never move. They never do anything. I like the idea of a game having a time system. Right. And letting me have this time system where it's like night and day cycle that's real. And there is a NPC cycle, and it's not daily the same. That's where I want AI to start getting better in games, where they can start having multi-route routines where on certain days they do different stuff. It's a little more about finding the people because they're living their own lives. That's really hard to do, and some people will say it's unnecessary. But there's something about the way that it makes the game feel alive that I wouldn't trade for the world. Being able to kind of like, even though it was repetitive because it was a PS3 game and AI wasn't that great, Skyrim's thing where you see people walking away at the end of the day, like they close their shop and they walk home. That to me, that's awesome. I'm like, they a, have a home. There was a problem with Oblivion where like the NPCs uh, routes were too realistic, right? And then it kept soft locking people, so they had to fix that, or they didn't. I don't remember. It. Now that you bring it up, I want to say that there was people that were getting locked out of quests because they couldn't find the happened. people. Yeah, like something happened. Like the NPCs, and this could be one of those Todd Howard lies, lies but uh, something was happening where the NPCs were interacting with each other too much. So like. There could be a feud, and then one NPC could kill another, blocking you from a quest because they killed yeah. that NPC without yeah. your fault. So I thought that was super cool. 
Yeah, which that, that exists in Skyrim. If you screw around and kill somebody, they don't come back. <laughs> they sure don't. Um, but so that, I want that. I want a very alive world. I mean, more so than we've seen in any game. I, I mean, you can you've seen wh- like whispers of it in games that never came to be. Um, Skyrim on PS or Oblivion on PSP. <laughs> but heart still aches. Okay, so it, part of that alive world, and this is where I'm going to say that the. Okay, this is what, I'm, and it's weird because the world is alive in its own way in a very different way. Uh, the Last Guardian is my inspiration for this, uh, but putting that that kind of attention and care between the two characters into an entire world, everything that happened, even the other trichos that you that you come across, I don't probably should have said that. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't know that, but you know, here we are. <laughs> uh, with so spoiler alert, sorry uh, if you haven't played The Last Guardian, just hold your ears for two seconds. Uh, Probably, 30 seconds probably ago. 30 seconds. Um, the, everything that you come across, even the other Tricos, um, they feel like there's a purpose in that world and that that purpose is actually being realized and that they're not just there to aid the game. Um, there's like a weird essence in that game, and it actually is It's funny if you ever play the game and you talk. we can talk about it more, uh, but there's like an essence that you feel in that game where like the, the when, the, when the stone creatures come to life, yeah. it, it's part of what I was talking about with like everything has that weird magical pull to it. Yeah. Like you don't quite understand it's it, but alive. you're very obvious that things that shouldn't be alive are alive. Yeah. Um, and so everything in that game has got like, okay, part of it comes down to animations and things about AI that I love. And while some people took a lot of issues with Trico specifically and the way that his AI interacted, I am one of the few people that thinks that it was really well done and it was done in an attempt to tell you that just like in real life, and people hate this analogy, but it's a perfect analogy. Just like in real life, when you have a dog, your dogs do not always listen to you. Sometimes they do. No. Sometimes you be like, "Hey, get on the bed," and what do they do? They jump right off the bed. Sometimes like, get off the bed and they move further just, up the bed and yeah, lay back just, down. You're like, "What the hell? Yeah, I told you to get off of the bed." Like, yeah, I want to lay here, Dad. So my point being is that the interactions with Trico, even just watching him do his own thing, so not even interaction, just watching him do his own thing, he felt like that was his world. He's going to walk around, do what he wants to with it, uh, within the realm of the obvious fact that he didn't want to leave me not because he's a game character because he's in a place that he's confused about because he doesn't have there's a i don't want to spoil the game too much but there's a lot of stuff that comes into it where it's like he's in a world that he kind of understands but he doesn't and he wants the world to feel alive and almost like it's a uh it's a it's a it's it's a thing like it's a it's a it's tangible for the npcs right The the npcs need to be to be aware that the world is theirs for right. them to do what they want, and then they're not like they're not just okay. This is my routine. I'm going to go to my store, close it up at seven they, o'clock, walk home. walk home, and then I'll wake up at nine o'clock, and then I'll go back to the store and I'll open it up. See, like again, that's okay. I would prefer that to static. I hate that about JRPGs. Static NPCs, I they kill it's me. The ones that stand there, and time, even if they're even if day. they're not static, but they just walk that one triangle in the city square. I'm like, I don't want that either. No, I mean, just give me people who have some kind of a routine. Yeah, it's like the guy in our creative time who's like, can you get the Rico, the whatever the the fox mask is for my oh. son, and then the, the asshole takes it and just stands there at the gate. Like, where's your son? Like, what, are you gonna go give it to your yeah, son? Yeah, yeah, you're just you've been standing there for you know however long it t- took me to beat uh, the Dongo Cavern, and you're still there. Like, your son okay? <laughs> Did yeah. he die? So, uh, and then the last thing that I would want because this gets to be really weird, um, and it's involved in combat but it's more of a mechanism of how the armor will work i do like it's funny he's talking about that transmog i think should be in any game that you have multiple armor styles because while the armor piece may be better for it's you coming in Monster Hunter, giving a lot of people giving the uh, giving the ability for me to have a look that i want but have the stats that i want with the armor that i'm wearing is great um so i think that's important but where i actually go more on the diablo side is the way that they tear off their enemies 
the way that elites are kind of like there's form there's different roles of elites, and on top of that, the way that the elites um, have a, a, they have okay. What it does is it makes combat feel more spur of the moment because there's a pool of a uh, there's a pool of modifiers that these things can get and like you play Diablo 3 yeah. and it's like okay well this one's going to be arcane and a waller and molten so that means he's going to shoot out these little beams that come around and spin around he can wall you in so you can get trapped by those and then he's also molten so when you or whatever it is when you kill him he explodes it's like these are all things you have to be constantly aware of so can you imagine Diablo 3's gameplay but where you're not just passively rolling around you're actively like warping in and out like That'd be cool. and, and having to be highly aware that okay, they can freeze me. I gotta I, be, I gotta be careful not to I let that go. I would play this game. Yeah, that sounds really cool. Um, but take a, take it much further. As much as I love that, the way that they let those happen, I also like the way that they let their their um, roles happen. To a, so it's basically Destiny, but to a much harder extent. Of here we have uh, blues. We have, we have we have normal weapons. We have blues. We have golds. We have legendaries. We have ancients. We're gonna pull out everything we have. Uh, the idea of letting the game have seasons where there's yeah. things you can do to get specific See, new really, armor. I kind of really want to jump back into Diablo on PS4. I still have the game. I just need to pick it back up. Start playing with me and Toxic, or Dan, as you. We, he's the one who gave us this question. Um, well, one of the two, Liam, too, right? Sharika. Oh, Sharika, okay. Sorry. Um, anyway, point being. Delco and Liam have a fight in Discord about that. Yeah, do it. Uh, <laughs> Deathmatch Death Discord. to my whim. Um, anyway. That's kind of where I stand. The way that that game as a whole treats uh, gear and the gear grind, the gear loop. I don't want that to be a core thing of the game. I want you to be able to play through the game and do that. I want that to be a, added I want that to be a subsystem that if you want to dig, dig in and dive through the game. And, okay, part of that also has to go back to Skyrim real quick, but a, a much more advanced version of what Skyrim did with it. Do you remember the Radiant Quest system in Skyrim? Yes. I want the game to always give you quests that are built off of an AI system, but I want the AI system to be more advanced and the quest to be... Okay, so just a more advanced <coughs> system in a way that, that could fend well more. Or like more so like I don't want it to just be fetch quest. Question. I don't want it to be like yeah. oh we'll go kill three dogs and Have, come back. Like, maybe there's a storm and like there's you know like we- oh, weird the town's crap. flooded. Weird crap. Yeah, yeah. it's like oh you gotta do go save my son it. or yeah. um yeah whatever it be. Take this mask to my boy <laughs> so the aliens can see him and pick him up. Now anyway, boy, that's a major. That's that's a Majora's mask. My point it's being is that there's a, there's so much. It, you know what's is the almost through line to all my stuff is I want the world to just be more alive. Yeah, just so basically I want immersive. I want AI to just really shoot up and be so much better. Yeah, I, that, that's what I was sad about with No Man's Sky. There is no ecosystem in that game. There still is not a real ecosystem in that game. Yeah, there really isn't. Which is sad. They have like an animal colony and like oh. so. But man, we apologize for this that's kind it. of rushed episode. You know, you guys know that. That's I don't think it's rushed. It feels natural. That's what it, I want. I want every episode to feel like it's ending on a natural. Uh, on a natural kind of okay, we we hit our thing that we wanted. I love that question. That's a great that's, question. That is, it, it takes a lot of thinking, and my mind's not necessarily in the in the thing that, that. But I, I still feel like the game I came up with, I would play the hell out of. You now, came up with that on the spot. I, this is something I've been thinking about. Yeah. Now like, I will say this. Cool. I will say this. Lost Soul Aside is not going to be the the ending parts. I know that. Lost Soul Aside will not have uh, Diablo like. There's no, no way. I know no, that, and yeah. they're not going to have Diablo enemy weapon modifiers. What Lost Soul Aside is looking like it's doing for me is it's going to be like the first three, maybe even the fourth thing for me, starting to pull into one. It's, a lot of it's going to depend because, I mean, it technically is an indie game, but Sony's backing it uh, in a big way. So Is there a release window? I do not know right now. Um, I've been following it, but I've been looser following it than I've been planning to. Uh, one thing is, did you see that Pray for the Gods is moving into it's Alpha? It's a timed per, uh, PS4 exclusive? Yep. But Sony's backing it? I mean, not 100%. They're helping. Oh, uh, okay. 
So yeah, it's on PS4. But dude, that's awesome. That, no, that it is. It's going to get this game out, which is what is what matters. Which is what matters really exactly. Cool. Uh, so my point with all of that is that um, oh lord, I just lost my train of thought. I was saying something. It sounded like you asked me a question. Oh, uh, did you see that? Uh, okay, pray for the gods. The game yes. that's going to be like a Shadow of the Colossus uh, spiritual successor. Uh, it's moving into alpha. I'm excited about that. I just wanted to throw that out there. That's really they cool. They sent me the thing. I'm a Kickstarter supporter for the game. They sent me the update on was the it Kickstarter page. On Kickstarter? No. Uh, 60 for a physical edition, I 60. think. 60. Okay. I thought it was uh, For a PS4. I think you can get it for, I think, physical. I could be lying to you there. It could be 40 for a non-physical version. I can't remember. Ooh. It's reasonably priced. I know that much. Yeah. Um, that's that's, how, that's always good. For what too. the game is. So, I don't know. I'm excited about that. I should have mentioned that in news. But it's one of those weird things. I talk about the game very loosely on here because I, every time they give me an update, I get excited about it. Pray for the Gods looks awesome. The the way the game – it looks like if you kind of shoved Hellblade and Shadow of the Colossus together, which I think is awesome. Uh, I hope it's got a really, really cool story, which I feel I like if too. you're if you're spiritual successing – Shadow of the Colossus, you at least have you an have interesting have, story. Yeah. You know what's going on. Um, or you don't know what's going on, but you have the motive to want to keep going to see what's going on by the time it's ending. Because that's the thing I love about Shadow of the Colossus. You don't quite understand everything that's Until going the on. Ending. But you kind of just keep playing to see. Even though you feel like you're doing the wrong thing, you just keep playing. Yeah. And then you go, oh, okay, that's what was going on. Yeah. I didn't know that. So. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, spoiler. <laughs> I didn't. There's no spoilers there. Uh, but... Thank you all for tuning in. Be sure to check the links for the timestamps, the Discord, the Twitter, every all that good stuff. This has been episode 51. And that means that 52 will be next week, and that is our official one-year one anniversary. That's sweet. It is. We will be seeing you guys for that for sure. We haven't quite – we may think of something, a giveaway of some sort. It's a little surprise. We're, we're we'll, going to talk about some stuff. There's definitely going to be a lot of announcements to be made of things that we've been wanting to do that we've been having to figure out how to do. Some, some, some core changes, but changes that are going forward, nothing going back. And adding And stuff. things we've talked about doing loosely in the past that we've not been able to do, we are actually going to attempt now. Or maybe even joked about in this current episode. Who knows? Who knows? We'll have to tune in to episode Anything 52. is possible. Okay. Anyway, we will see you next week. This has been Triangle Squared. Thank you. Thank you, guys.